Welcome into Smokey's favorite podcast. Sorry for the delay. I kind of wanted to be able to give my thoughts and my takes on the spring game before I put out the episode. Didn't want to wait till the end of next week. So I'm watching it now as I record. We're about to head into halftime. Four seconds left. Let's see what happens. Garantano. Touchdown. White team. And it looks like they will take a 13-3 lead going into the half. Probably 14-3 lead, depending on PAT. Looked like a good throw. Jennings, so far a good showing. We'll get to that in a second, though. First, I want to get to some of the action that Tennessee saw in the basketball department last week with Bone announcing he's leaving. Barnes almost leaving to go to UCLA. That was a scare for many. Some thought it was kind of a a way for Barnes to try to get a raise by putting his name in the ring with UCLA. Come to find out, he was actually interested in the UCLA job. He idolized uh, John Wooden when he was younger. So having that opportunity to play for or coach for UCLA was something that he was looking forward to as a as a young kid. And I think once we figured out that news about him, uh, that scared a lot of people. But uh, it took about 24 hours for all of this to settle. And finally, the uh, former put out a statement that Barnes was staying. Uh, Barnes was feeling underappreciated. That's why he was looking to leave. He didn't feel like he was getting credit. He wasn't appreciated for what he's done with the program. What he's got to understand is we don't settle. So regardless of what he did, we're not going to settle. We're going to keep wanting more unless you just win the big game. Uh, Obviously, we had expectations of going to an Elite Eight, a Final Four, and after we saw what kind of team we had, eventually we re-raised those standards to a national championship. So he put the product on the the court, and we made our expectations. We saw what we had. uh, We saw what kind of... What kind of team this this team was? What kind of competitors we had, and uh, the the character overall of the team and the players with Grant Bone, Admiral, and Kyle, all those good guys, even the guys coming off the bench. Uh, so we were ready. We were excited for a big time season. We were, we we wanted a SEC championship, an outright championship after sharing the title last season. Uh, we wanted to win the tournament. And we wanted to win the national championship, ultimately. And we have nothing to show for this 30-win season except saying we won 30-plus games. So, unfortunately, when that comes to that, of course, you're going to be a little underappreciated because we didn't get to the level we expected to get to this year. And that that's okay. I mean, it's not okay, but... It's it's okay to feel underappreciated when you don't get to that level that you're expected to get to. Uh, Bone, he's gone pretty much for good. Uh, I don't see him coming back, but there's also some or a lot of mock drafts showing that he's not going to get drafted. Uh, this was pretty recent news, at least for the mock draft's sake, so maybe they haven't had the opportunity to dissect his film and look at him and compare him to other point guards in the country. I think he'll be a fine NBA point guard when he gets that opportunity. But I think he would benefit greatly for staying another year. 
but I'm not gonna convince him. <laughs> he's not gonna. He's not listening to me. So I would love for him to stay. We'll see what happens. Maybe he'll go through the draft. If he doesn't get drafted, he'll decide to stay uh, or decide to come back. I think he'll probably just try to go get paid somewhere. Uh, if it's not the NBA, if he doesn't get an offer to go to the D League or whatever, I think he tries to go play in Europe somewhere. I think he tries to get paid regardless of what it is. A couple hundred thousand dollars. I don't know if he's wanting to stay another year in college. Maybe he knew of this Rick Barnes news kind of prematurely. Kind of heard the rumors before everybody else. Heard the people talking. Maybe he was talked to Barnes. And Barnes said he was considering leaving. So maybe Bone was ready to head out just in case that happened. Now with Barnes staying, maybe he'll consider coming back. And Grant announced he would be testing the waters. He didn't say he would for sure be going into the NBA. He said he wanted to test the waters, go through the process. Kind of the same thing Admiral did last year. Uh, except this time, Grant's pretty much guaranteed a first-round grade. So when it comes to coming, having him come back, it's worrisome. It's worrisome because you know how good of a player Grant is. He, I would assume he's going to be liked by a lot of teams. I've seen a few where he's liked by Indiana uh, to go to the Pacers. I think the Pacers or the Spurs would be a fantastic spot for him. He's just one of those players that kind of fit in that mold of uh, kind of that Indiana Pacer player or that Spur, you know, that Greg Popovich type player, a guy that's not going to go out and run his mouth, a guy that's going to, you know, kind of be quiet, have great character go out and speak on the court through his actions through his play on offense defense all that good stuff i'd love to see him in either uniform of course i'd like to see him in orange and white next season in knoxville playing in tba but i don't i it's for him to decide i think he's going to get a first round grade we'll see uh the latest i've seen is grant around the 23 range and admiral in the 33 range so we could see them both going in the first round, although Admiral is going to have to have a good showing in the combine, in his workouts and all that. But I think this is an exciting time for the program. This is kind of what you want to see. You want to see this turnover with your players because that means that your program is doing something right where your players every year have an opportunity to go pro without having been seniors. So... I think Barnes is doing something right. I think uh, Fulmer putting whatever he's put into the basketball program, giving Barnes a little extra money to keep him, maybe giving a little extra money to the to the assistants, I think that's going to be extremely beneficial for him, the program, altogether, and the success in the future. So I like where we're heading right now. I think we have a great opportunity to do really good things. Uh, Cone was a guy that's kind of, he, he kind of wanted to reclassify. I can't remember his first name, but I know his last name is Cone. Some of you may know who I'm talking about. He wanted to reclassify and come in. I guess it was a good this upcoming season uh, or in the fall or whatever. And Barnes was kind of like, ah, we don't really have the roster spot. Just hold off on reclassifying and all that. And now if Bone leaves... I mean, I guess, or Grant, if either of them leave, we'll have that extra scholarship for Cone to reclassify. So Bone could re be replaced by Cone. And I've seen some people say we could go from the Bone zone to the Cone zone, which is something 
interesting to say the least. A unique little saying there. But I like it. I like it. I like where this team's heading. We got a lot of young guys coming in. Some highly touted prospects coming in out of high school, this class, next class, all that. So it's going to be exciting to see for basketball news outside of the state of Tennessee to our neighbors in Virginia. The Cavaliers won the national championship last Monday night. I know it's been a while since that, but I wasn't really interested in this game to start. But turns out it was a pretty good game. I kind of tuned in towards the end, caught the end. I was rooting for Texas Tech. I wanted to see Texas Tech win it, but now it looks like we're going to get that feel-good story of Virginia losing to a 16 seed the year before and coming back the next or the following season and winning the national championship. So big storyline there. Coming into the tournament, that was one of the big storylines. Can Virginia overcome that 16 seed loss last year? And now coming out of the tournament, it's from historic loss to now historic win and winning the national championship. So that's all good for some out-of-Knoxville news there. Some good stuff there. The Masters also just wrapped up a couple hours ago, or at least for when I'm recording. Tiger, who I think many people were rooting for. I don't know. I think a lot of all Twitter had been rooting for Tiger throughout the weekend, going into the weekend, and he was in contention Sunday. So I set my Sunday morning and the beginning of the Sunday afternoon aside for Tiger. I, I It's the first time I watched a full round of golf since probably last year's Masters. Uh, so yeah, that's something I don't do too often. Don't really have the time to watch full rounds of golf. Sunday is usually the day when I start doing the homework for the weekend. Try to cram it all in for Monday but luckily I got some of it done on Saturday, so I could set some time away from that. But regardless, Tiger Woods wins his first Masters since 2005 and first major championship since 2008. Amazing for Tiger after being on top of the mountain and reaching the lowest valley. That's just something. It's a feel-good story there for, for Tiger, for America, to sit back and say, hey, Congratulations, man. You screwed up. You kind of know what you did. You owned up to it, you know. You took some time off. We didn't know if you were going to come back. When you did come back, we were excited, but we wasn't sure if you were going to be the Tiger of the Old. You kind of showed that off a little bit at the beginning, and then in the end, you were able to pull it off, win your fifth Masters Championship. You passed Arnold Palmer, one behind Jack Nicklaus. Jack Nicklaus, of course, congratulated Tiger. Man, it's just refreshing to see the legend of Tiger Woods get the win again. Something I grew up watching Tiger as a youngin before all of his uh, stuff went down. I guess that's the best way to call it. His, uh, his full little whatever, all that good stuff before that happened. Watching Tiger growing up with my dad on the couch. Just rooting for him, hoping he can get another championship. And he finally did. And he did it at the biggest stage and the Masters in Augusta, which is exciting. It was exciting to watch him, to follow him throughout the day, keep up with Tiger Tracker on Twitter, all that good stuff. And also, 
the this weekend, the baseball team was finally able to win their first SEC series of the season against number two Georgia. Jeremy Pruitt was there to cheer on the base falls as they threw out the first pitch of the first game. I believe it was the first game. And he cheered them on. He uh, congratulated, them, congratulated them via Twitter after the win on Thursday night. Uh, of course, Jeremy has a history with Georgia and the Georgia football program, so I'm sure he's excited that the Vols were able to win the first two out of three. Uh, unfortunately, they did lose the last game of the series on Saturday. But getting the series win is huge, especially against a team like Georgia, who is ranked number two in the country. Definitely one of the best teams in the nation, if not the best. They will definitely be competing in the College World Series this year, I think, uh, with Vandy, Auburn, South Carolina, maybe a couple of those other teams from the SEC. Uh, We knew this kind of coming into the season. The SEC is going to be stacked when it comes to teams in baseball. And the Vols, we kind of knew they were going to be pretty good. But how good would they be compared to some of these other really, really good teams? Well, we found out that they're pretty good. They've been able to, I don't think they've gotten swept this year, but they've been able to win one out of three for the most part for these SEC uh, weekend series. And they were finally able to get the SEC uh, weekend series win for the first of the season against Georgia. Uh, keeping up with the orange and white game, Garantano just threw another touchdown to Jawan Jennings. The dog! Touchdown, white. They take a 21-3 lead. For more basketball, let's go to the Lady Vols real quick as Philip Fulmer decided to go with the unproven coach and Kelly Holly. Jolly Harper, Kelly, Jolly Harper, Harper, Holly, Jolly, you know the name. Kelly, Kelly, Jarper, Kelly Harper is the listed name, I believe. Kelly Harper was hired by Philip Fulmer. Kelly Jolly was her name in college here once she played under Pat Summit. Holly Warlick is the former head ladies basketball coach. So, when going out to find the coach, former took into account female, former Vol, and former, basically anybody that played under Pat Summit was basically who he wanted, and he was able to get that in Kelly Harper. I think this was a decent hire. Uh, she's been unproven. You know, she failed at North Carolina State, but then again, that's North Carolina State. We don't really know what she had at her disposal at her short tenure there. So, not really going to blame her for that, although she did fail. So, I'm not worried about that necessarily right now. I'm just worried about what she can do right here in Knoxville. Avina Westbrook showed up to the practices for Harper's first practices, although she did enter the transfer portal over a week ago. So, that's good news for keeping Westbrook on the team. That's something I know if you keep up with Lady Ball basketball, she's one of the players that you definitely want to keep. You don't want to lose her to the transfer portal. And now I'm going to go ahead and wrap things up here by giving my thoughts of the orange and white game. It's still on in the background, not over yet, but I kind of seen enough 
we're here in the middle of the third quarter, or I guess about to head into the fourth quarter. I feel like I've seen enough to give my thoughts on what I've seen so far. Uh, Garantano, slow start. Kind of the same Garantano we saw with the same offense last year. Not great three and out to start the game. So we were that, that kind of brings up the worries of is Cheney changing this offense enough to get Garantano or give Garantano the opportunity to kind of be more flexible with the offense and basically just get better. And they showed Garantano he this offseason wanted to put on a lot of weight. So his breakfast, he had an omelet and a I think it was a double bacon cheeseburger. Man, what a breakfast. That is a breakfast of champions. Let me tell you, if I had some patties, I'd have me the a double bacon cheeseburger for breakfast, too. Although I'm sure the dentist doesn't approve of that. But, yeah, Garantano looking to put on weight. He looked pretty decent throughout the scrimmage. Uh, first, or first quarter, slow start. On the other side of the ball, JT Shrout. Started off pretty hot, although he couldn't score a touchdown. And the series ended in a missed field goal. He threw a bomb on the first play. Uh, Looked really, really good. Looked really good coming out of his hand. The ball coming out of his hand looked really good, smooth. Uh, This is exciting. This is a pretty good group of quarterbacks, I think. And if Garantano can kind of be a leader, although I I don't think he's the best quarterback, out of the quarterback room. Of course, uh, I think he doesn't have the most potential. I think we're looking at Shrouders, one of the younger guys like that, who have the most potential. But I think if he can kind of be the leader in that locker room and kind of teach these younger guys the way, how it's got to be done, I think Tennessee's going to be okay in the future. I like what Mauer did as well. From what I've seen, uh... Paxton Brooks looks like he might be doing some of the kicking this year. He did kickoffs last year. He missed the first field goal of the game. He was kicking for Orange. So that's going to be something to look out for. How is Tennessee's kicking game going to be this fall? You know, we've kind of had some decent kickers in the past. We've had some really good punters. So we're going to be looking, can we keep up that kicking game? Uh, or can we keep up that punting game and how will we look on the kicking side of the ball of course we want to kick as little as possible we want to score touchdowns so we'll see how that goes I think Jeremy Banks did a pretty good job taking care of the ball one of his major concerns last year were fumbling so we were so that's one thing we wanted to keep a focus on at least that was one of the things I wanted to keep a focus on throughout this uh, scrimmage here was can Jeremy Banks hold on to the ball can he can he give the opportunity or the offense an opportunity to continue the drive to continue the drive can he continue pushing give the offense an opportunity to score uh the opening kickoff of the game looks like it would have been taken back for a touchdown but then again this is a spring game so take that for what you want i wouldn't say in a real game that would be a touchdown but looks like a pretty decent return so the return team it looks like special teams has been working pretty well uh of course, with the offense, like I said, I don't I don't know if Cheney's going to be able to show us too much in the spring game, what him and the offense is working with. But I think Cheney did a decent job in calling plays. I think uh, 
overall the offense looked pretty good. The de- or the offensive line was a, a big concern throughout the spring game that I thought uh, was something that didn't really seem to improve from last season. Uh, the offensive line would have given up a few sacks on Garantano, and I guess that's the ones. Maybe maybe it's a couple of the twos mixed in. I'm not sure exactly how they did the rosters this year. But it looked like they kind of struggled. So we'll keep an eye on that in the future going into the fall. That's going to be another big major concern for Tennessee, for Jeremy Pruitt. Can he get some of those big offensive linemen in to protect the quarterback? Because I don't know if Garantano can go through another year of hell like he did last year. He got hit, and he got hit a lot, and he got hit hard last year. And uh, I just, I don't know if I can go another year seeing him getting hit like that, man. That was tough, man. But let me tell you also, a positive out of that is how tough he is. He's a tough man. Might be one of the toughest quarterbacks we've had in a long time here at Tennessee. Uh, Dobbs was pretty tough. But Dobbs, I don't know if Dobbs took as many hits as Garantano was taking this just even last year, uh, Garantano took a bunch of hits, and uh, I mean, you can't say he's that bad of a quarterback because although he didn't really live up to expectations, he got hit a lot. So I mean, halfway through the season, he's gotten hit as much as probably Dobbs did the past three years, and quarterbacks after that, I don't know, Tyler Bray, I don't know how many times he got hit, but I feel like Garantano is one of the most hit quarterbacks Tennessee's had in a long time, so I think he's uh, been able to stay in the game, or seeing him stay in the game as much as he did after taking those hits and getting back up. Proves how tough of a guy he really is. So that's a positive to take into this season. I think the quarterback room is one of the best Tennessee's had in a while overall with overall talent, not just the first string quarterbacks, but that's also something we've said in the past. We've said stuff like that. Hey, we want Jason Peterman or whatever in the game. We don't want Dobbs. I remember the North Texas game a few years back. Tennessee, I don't know. I don't know what Butch Jones was doing that game. It was like, I think the final score was like 24-0. to We just couldn't get anything going. And I think it was Nathan Peterman that came in the game in the fourth quarter. <laughs> oh, my goodness. The fans started cheering so loud. They were happy to get Dobbs out of there. This was when Dobbs was, I guess, like a sophomore or something like that. Kind of unproven. But yeah, they were ha- we were happy that Peterman went in. Come to find out, Dobbs is a much better quarterback than Peterman. So uh, we're, we're, I'm satisfied that Peterman transferred and we kept Dobbs. Uh, I think Dobbs is a much better quarterback. I think Garantano is going to have a fine year as well, tying that all in together, I think. Our wide receiver room is also one of the best we've seen in a long time with Callaway, Jennings, uh, Palmer, and some of those other guys. I think uh, we've got a really good chance to have a good offense this year if Chaney can get it all together and figure everything out. But that's all for me today on the podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Make sure you follow me. You can follow my personal at pick six picker that's p-i-c-k the number six pickard p-i-c-k-a-r-d on the twitter i'll try to follow you back i kind of suck at doing that but you know how it is i'll try to follow you i mean there's not a whole lot of people listening to this so 
hey, if you want to follow, just follow. I'll follow you back. Uh, you can follow the the Smokey's favorite Twitter page. I'll follow you back on that as well. Some good Vol content is never something I'm going to turn away. So hit me up, follow me, DM me. Let me know you listen to the podcast. I want to do something for you coming up soon because I'm very thankful for you listeners. But I don't know what it's going to be. So if you have any ideas, let me know. Tweet me, DM me. Give me a shout. Let me know what you think. Any good ideas. I'm not in Knoxville, which is unfortunate. I don't know where my listeners are. I feel like I'm going on a tangent at this point. But I don't know if my listeners are kind of focused in Knoxville, but if you are, let me know. Uh, we can hang out. I'll be in Knoxville for a game or two this football season, so we can keep in touch, and we could do something like that, but that's all I got. I'll stop talking, let you move on. Have a fantastic day. Have a fantastic rest of the weekend. Have a great week as well. If you're at work, start off Monday. Have a great week of work. If you're in school, go to class. I know I struggle with that some, but I'm going to class on Monday. You should, too. Have a great week. Have a great weekend. See you guys in the next episode.